In this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about holiday anxiety, some commitments that I made to myself in this season, and I'm going to share a few clips from previous episodes where I talk about how to navigate stress in this season. Stay tuned. There is so much to do around the holidays. You have to attend events and close out the year at your job. And you have to shop for people. You have to go to church services. There's just, you have to travel, you have to book flights, you have to book hotels. So many things that happen during this time of the year and it can be very tiring. And one of the things that I think is important around this time of year is creating space for some deep reflection about your own intentionality, how you are in alignment with your calling and your values and your goals and how that has manifested throughout the last 12 months. But if we're being honest with ourselves, this is not generally a season where we spend time doing a lot of reflecting. We, let me just put it like this. I was in, um, Burlington today, Burlington Co. Factory, uh, and I was looking for cool things for my living room that reflected Christmas. And I seen all these things that talked about the holidays are for family. And I thought about all the things that we do in anticipation of the holidays that are anti-family because we spend so much time sometimes trying to create traditions, trying to make people happy, trying to get the results of joy or gratification from seeing somebody open something that they wanted, that you provided them, that we forget what this time of year is all about. First of all, if you're a Christian like myself, this season is around, or is about the celebration of Jesus Christ's birth and what that means to the world. It means joy to the world. But I'll be honest and say that this season has been a season where I haven't always experienced joy because I have not always worked to create that for myself. I bought into this idea that things have to be perfect, that they have to look a certain way, or I have to get a certain gift, or I have to give a certain gift. And it just, it's crazy. It's crazy. The most hectic time of the year 
and most of the things that we do do not help us to be more peaceful, more joyful, more calm, more um, in tune with who we are, more in love with our families, etc. So this year, I said to myself, Dominique, you're going to write some affirmations that talk about what you expect from this time of year, where your intentionality will be, and how you want to show up in the world during this time when there's a lot of pressure to be or to do or to give or to show up. So that's what I'm focused on today. And I wanted to just talk about that with you. And I want to encourage you also to make your own affirmations. Maybe some of the affirmations that I have might appeal to you and you say, you know what? I really like Dominique. So I'm going to write them down. I will put them in the podcast notes, but I want to just begin by saying that this is a season that not everybody experiences joy and it can be for a number of reasons. I think not knowing Jesus Christ is probably one of the reasons why this season can get lost for people. I think another reason is if you've lost a loved one, particularly in this year, or you've lost a loved one that is someone who you spent really awesome time with, you have memories that you created around this time of year, it can be sad. And so I want to acknowledge that. And I want to acknowledge that this is not about forgetting people or trying to move on because there's some things that are very difficult to move on from. This is about creating some intentionality in your life so that you are proud of the person that you have become and the person that you show up around this time of year. So let's get into it. Here are my 2022 managing holiday anxiety affirmations or agreements that I have made with myself. Number one, I can plan ahead to alleviate stress. I, Dominique, blah, 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 Beaumonte, can plan ahead to alleviate stress. Number two, I, Dominique, blah, 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 Beaumonte, can share responsibility with others. I don't have to do it all. I don't have to take all the responsibility. I don't have to do it all. Number three, I, Dominique, can reconsider my plans. It is okay to simplify. I, Dominique Pomonte, can reconsider my plans. It is okay to simplify. Number four, I will enjoy the people over the process. I, Dominique, blah, 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 Beaumonte, will enjoy the people over the process. Number five, 
I will look out for myself, my energy, and my time. I will look out for myself, my energy, and my time. I will protect myself, my energy, and my time. Number six, I will relax spiritually, mentally, and physically. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And then finally, I will prioritize what matters. I will regularly take inventory of what I am prioritizing, and then I will proceed to prioritize what matters. I'm just going to read these again because I can plan ahead to alleviate stress. I can share responsibilities with others. I can reconsider my plans because it's okay to simplify. I will enjoy people over the process. I will look out for myself, my energy, and my time. I will relax spiritually, mentally, and physically, and I will prioritize what matters. These are the commitments that I have made to myself. I've written them in my phone, and I pull them out regularly, and I will make sure that I do that and meditate and pray over these every day in the month of December. Because what I have realized is without setting intentions for this season of life, you can become what all of these systems that control holidays and sales and whatever, you can become exactly what they want you to be. Annoyed, distraught, mean, angry, impatient, um, feeling like you're over uh, giving to people who are ungrateful, all these different things. And I think it's important to do the work to avoid becoming what these systems want us to become, right? And so I am more in this season than a consumer. I am more than a shopper. I am more than a person that participates in a variety of different events and activities. I am my time. I am my energy. I am my contribution. I am my feelings. I am my thoughts. I am someone's human being, brother, son, cousin, lover, preacher, friend. I'm all those things. And nothing that will happen in this season will take me away from the focus of being those things first and foremost. So I'm also going to play a few clips from previous years podcast episodes where I talk a little bit about my anxiety around the holidays and some of the things that God has impressed upon my heart over the years. So hope you enjoy this and uh, yeah. I want to share a few clips from previous episodes of the podcast where I talk about holiday anxiety and some of the things that uh, have been a blessing to me, some of my reflections over the years that I think uh, might be a blessing to you. So check it out. Okay, so... Let me tell you how this all starts for me. 
it's really impossible for me to um, adequately give you um, some tips, tools, and techniques for managing holiday stress without telling you that I have been the king of holiday stress. Uh, I um, was um, essentially raised in foster care, although I don't use that terminology as often because I was a part of a very loving family. Um, but um, we moved uh, from Seattle to Portland when I was probably about eight or nine and uh, maybe a little bit older than that. But um, my mother um, still um, got all holidays um, with us. And so we spent usually the winter Christmas break with her. That came along um, with um, the responsibility as the oldest child that I would learn how to do things that generally adults learn how to do. So cooking and cleaning and just general like management of siblings due to my mother being immensely disabled. That was something that I like really wholeheartedly invested my time into. So I learned how to cook. Um, I took the responsibility of shopping, just anything that you could imagine adult would do during the holidays to take care of other people. Um, so for about 25 to 28 years, like it was my responsibility to ensure that the Beaumontes had an adequate Christmas. I don't know if it was my responsibility as much or if I just kind of shouldered the responsibility. But over time, that included a lot of things, um, including stealing toys from community service activities, um, like, you know, shopping for toys and gifts on a budget, um, just all kinds of just craziness. Um, in my older, like, sort of adult years, that included, like, reserving Airbnbs, like, renting, just, just an obscene amount of things. Now, mind you, I have not lived in Seattle for many, many years. And so during the holidays, like, not only um, is there the, uh, the stress of, of the cooking and the cleaning and the planning and the Christmas shopping and all that kind of stuff. There's also like the stress of travel and identifying days to get there and taking vacation days. Um, so a lot of things have kind of gone into uh, the stress of the holidays. I love the season of Christmas. I love being in Seattle for Christmas. I love the brisk air. Um, I love like having my first like Christmas flavored caffeinated beverage at Starbucks in Nordstrom. Um, I love all of that, um, but for many, many years, like, I would be so invested in, like, creating a Christmas for other people that um, I um, would really not um, have full enjoyment. And so um, due to that, um, I find myself uh, in so many ways to be um, an expert in this area because I know stress very well. Um, and much of the stress that I incurred um, was without a vehicle, <laughs> I mean, just all kinds of things. What I realized over time is that um, we can be so focused on things that we forget about the relationships and the people that are involved in the holidays. 
Um, and fortunately, throughout this experience, definitely over the holidays, like I've been surrounded by people that I really care about. But I also, um, you know, up until a couple of years ago, really felt like um, I um, had to provide or create or deliver this sort of false sense or this response to um, this social construction of Christmas and not really... Um, you know, be present because I couldn't be present because I had to cook and I had to shop and I had to clean and I had to do this. M much of which I created for myself. Like nobody was like, here are the 10 things that must be done. Of course, there were some like elementary responsibilities. You have to clean. You got to eat. Um, you got to buy other folks gifts if that's your family um, tradition. Um, but I was over-invested in that to the point where I would be trying to create an experience and I would be disappointed with people who would be a part of the experience because I would be so invested in like this false outcome, right? Everybody's happy and gathered around drinking cocoa and it's the night before Christmas and everybody's together because everybody has to be together at a certain time, usually the time that I've identified previously and it just never worked out like that. I mean, it went well for the most part. But it wasn't like the curation never go, it, it, the execution never comes to play uh, in the way that you have it in your head. And you can be so like engulfed in like systems and plans and schedules that you miss out on the things like that matter. And I can remember just being a young boy and like watching my grandmother and other family members like being responsible for the cooking on Thanksgiving and Christmas and then really putting in their heart but also being emotionally and physically unavailable because uh, they would be spending so much time cooking and cleaning and preparing and hosting that they were not available to just enjoy the people around them and I know that naturally that's something that cannot be avoided a lot of us a lot of people have to be that person. They, have, they are the conduit that brings the family together, so on and so forth. But I believe that there are some faithful steps that um, we can take to um, avoid um, having um, a season that um, does not bring contentment to our own lives and satisfaction um, through like just pure enjoyment of other people and things and the, and the, and the season and the, the views and all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to really just spend um, this uh, episode of the podcast talking about what we can do to manage the holiday season um, and eliminate or, or lower the stress. So this quarter, I'm taking a leadership class um, at Fuller Theological Seminary, and one of the faculty members always asks us the question, what are the next faithful steps? And so I have uh, taken that terminology and sort of embraced it in my context. So what I want to do is provide some faith-filled steps to navigate the holiday season. And the reason why they're faith-filled steps is because sometimes um, when we read self-help books or we read tips and activities that we can participate in, like we immediately are like, okay, not going to do that because I know that I don't have the capacity to like really manage it or I know that it's something that I can't do. 
These are faithful steps. And what that means is that we are trusting God to help us um, to accomplish these steps. So um, that is sort of the idea around the faithful steps. So with regard to navigating the holiday season, I just have five steps that I think are important. The first is to be thoughtful. Um, I think that sometimes, um, especially around the holidays, we can be so invested in like the perfect gift, the perfect experience that we can tend to like be less than thoughtful. Um, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, I got the list of the things that my brothers and nephews want for Christmas. And it was filled with just unthoughtful things, gadgets, uh, video games, you know, car payments, like, I mean, just things that are necessity, but not necessarily thoughtful. Like, if you pay my car note, I would be very happy, but I don't know if I would be thinking about, like, oh, I remember that one time when somebody paid my car note. I do not have a car note, by the way. Um, but um, being thoughtful, like, really requires you to step back and to say, what would be meaningful to the persons that I um, am, am, am giving a gift to? What would be meaningful to the people that I am hosting? What would be meaningful um, to the staff members at my job? What would be meaningful um, to you know, the family member that's across the country that I'm not gonna be able to see? And, 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 and I think that like time is important um, and the things that we can do to express our love and our and the spirit of the holidays um, um, really requires us to invest some time into being thoughtful because um, yesterday um, I went to a friend's house for dinner. Thanks, friend. And when I was um, on my way, I realized, like, so I had this thing. I don't show up at people's house and be handed when they've invited me to dinner. So I go to, like, the grocery store, and I'm just looking. There's something that I really wanted. To, I wanted to take, like, one of those $20 pails of, like, Royal Dance butter cookies, you know, and, like, a little flower plant kind of deal. Um, and they just didn't have it. And so I was, like, running around, like, looking for these cookies, and I couldn't find them. Needless to say, I ended up getting some cider, some chocolate. I tried to get get something that everybody in the family would enjoy. When I got to the cash register, I had um, mentioned to the woman who was helping me that I had gotten those things because I'm going um, to someone's house for dinner. And she was like, oh my gosh, the only thing that you need to bring to somebody's house for dinner is an empty stomach. And I'm like, mm, no, you don't go to people's house empty-handed. But what I thought about is like, you know what's worse than going to somebody's house empty-handed? Going to somebody's house with just dumb stuff that would be like cluttered to them. So my going backwards was like, how can I be thoughtful in this endeavor? Like what would be something that would be valuable? And I stepped back, I got a couple things of apple cider, some chocolate and a plant and like everything was enjoyed and consumed. And I'm thankful for that because of the way, the intention that I put behind it. So thoughtfulness is like really, really important. The second thing is to focus on the people and not the things. Um, and the example that I would give is 
I'm going to Seattle for Christmas as I do every year. And I know that there is going to be a considerable amount of time that I'm going to spend in traffic. Rather than planning to complain about that, I am going to intentionally think about what I can do in traffic to maximize the experience, right? And so, like, if I'm in the car with people and there's traffic, what are we talking about? Are we catching up? Um, is Can I call somebody on Bluetooth and use that time to, like, catch up with people and say happy holidays? Can I consume the time so that it's, so that it's not wasted? And so a lot of times we can be, you know, I haven't seen my family in a couple of months. Like, and so that means that the time that I'm spending on my cell phone when I am in the presence of my family should be shorter because I have them around me. I spend a lot of time texting my brothers back and forth, (coughs) which means that when we are together, (coughs) I should be, excuse me, when we are together, I should be like using the time to bond and to talk about memories and to create memories. Um, So... Focus on the people and not the things. Like, what is what can you do in your own context to 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 bring importance to people and how much people mean to you? The third thing I think is important is to pray for peace. Like, not just hope that it happens, but intentionally ask God to create peace in your environment, and um, and that's upon arrival. That's in, in before situations happen. Because sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, I know Uncle Johnny is going to get in an argument with Aunt Susie. Or, and, but what we can do rather than anticipating or figuring out how we're going to wiggle our way out of it is to ask God to like create a peaceful atmosphere in our family, in our, in our social setting, in our work environments during the holidays. Because the holidays can be really hectic and really crazy. The other thing is, is that there are opportunities to do that when you're like going to the mall, um, when you're, you know, like just doing things that you know that everybody else is doing. Like there's nothing like another peaceful person where you're making that last dash to Target like the night before Christmas. Like peace in your own life will create peaceful environments for other people. So um, do that. Also, I think we have this wonderful opportunity to give more than we take. If our entire experience around the holidays is about taking, then we build these false expectations for what the season will be like. Like, I just don't know if I want anything. Like, I want something, but I don't want anything at the the cost of, like, somebody, like, not, like, you know, like, being thoughtful, or I would just rather spend time with people right, then to not like open any present or whatever that is. I think like the season is really about giving without the expectation of getting something back. And I think that it it, is helpful around the season to really reflect on that because you really don't know what other people are getting you and it's a surprise. And so you're out buying them something and they're out buying you something unless you have like some kind of like dollar amount or you've like passed along a list, like you really, your expectations are low. So finding ways to, you know, be involved in giving and giving feels so good. Oh my gosh. You can um, light up somebody's life by buying their coffee. Like it might, it's a simple gesture, but it, it, that they will pay it forward to somebody else. Sometimes it's just opening the door for someone and not making the assumption that 
they don't need a door open for them or everybody else, somebody else will do it. You do it and then say something nice like God bless you or Merry Christmas. I've been surprised lately uh, as to how many people like I have said Merry Christmas to and they're like, oh, you're the first person that said Merry Christmas. Like just say Happy Holidays or Merry Christmas or Happy New Year's and be intentional about that. Um, I also like um, just the, the, the faithful step that is like, most prevalent in my life because I will admit that I'm recording this um, podcast over the span of two days and yesterday I kind of had a breakdown because I was sort of reliving or rethinking about all the things that I need to do before Christmas and all the things I need to do in Sacramento before I leave for Seattle and all the people I need to buy gifts for and and, and then I got 60 Christmas cards I need to figure out how to like put labels on them and like sign them and then I realized like oh my goodness like what if the, the the stamps that I got are not enough? And this all this stuff just started happening. And then I remember that I didn't send somebody a card, that I, I just, I got a lot going on. And what I decided to do was to take a retreat. Yes, a retreat. I decided to find as much time as I could over the weekend to just sit down, reflect on what I want my experience to be like in the next 20 days, reflect on how I'm going to spend my holidays, and then think, like, make a list of all the things that you need to do before you leave, and then and prioritize them accordingly in whatever span of time. So if you got 20 minutes, then you got to do 20 minutes of prioritizing. It's better to... Um, to spend the time making the list than to be like disappointed and frustrated and anxious because you're trying to like make the list as you go. Like I'm not gonna just go to the mall and be like, okay, Lord, like I'm just gonna go to every store and if I see something that somebody might like, I can't do that anymore. Cause I've been doing that and then I realize I'll, I'll put a whole bunch of stuff in my basket and then get it and then get home and be wrapping and, and organizing things and realize that, you know, one nephew got something. I spent this amount of money on one nephew and this amount of money on another nephew. So trying to like just really take a step back, make a list, do whatever it is that helps you um, to sort of organize your thoughts um, before you go out into a hectic mall or a hectic freeway or whatever it might be so that you're prepared um, for that. And then just really employing those other steps, praying for peace, um, giving more than you take. uh, being thoughtful, like engaging with people over things. All those things are going to be important because they're really going to set you up for success in the holiday. The thing is, is that like we get like a couple of days off to really like enjoy our family and friends or peace or whatever you might be planning to do. The objective for all of us should be and I'm like, how am I going to spend the time that I have off, like recuperating and recovering from this year, this holiday season, so that when I come back on January 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, or whenever you're coming back, like you're not so like overwhelmed and tired and you feel like you need another vacation. Because how, how often does that happen? You come back from a break or a couple of days off and you're so tired, you're like, wait, I just, now I need a vacation after I just took a vacation. And for most of us, that's not even a reality. We're, There's no vacation time. We've used generally all of it um, and we're kind of starting over. So, you know, the goal should be to be rejuvenated and revived and to do that through friends and family and giving and loving and sharing and then come back like just ready to, um, you know, live life and experience a new year. So I'm going to go because my mom is calling. Hi, mom. 
so 